This is the Nearside Low Podcast, brought to you by Missouri Water Polo. For all highlights, scores, and updates, please visit www.mowaterpolo.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at Nearside Low, or Instagram at Nearside Low underscore podcast. And we are here, the Nearside Low Podcast. As scary as it sounds, we are in year two. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Charlie Catelli. And I am the other host, Ray Kreinkamp. Um, we're hoping that this season maybe we've got a, a couple new listeners out there. So we wanted to do introductions. Um, as I mentioned earlier, or five seconds ago, I'm Charlie Catelli. I'm the head coach at Parkway West High School. Um, I've been coaching there for, um, I guess, maybe about 12 years now. Um, and Ray and I kind of came up with this idea last year. We thought it would be a good medium to uh, talk about water polo because there's not really a, any water polo podcast out there. Um, and I'll let Ray give a little background on who he is for our new listeners. Yeah, so uh, my name is Ray Kreinkamp, and uh, most of you probably know me as the coach for Jungle Cats, where I've been coaching since I graduated high school. Um, also, during the high school season, I am a ref, so you'll see me on the side of the pool refing. I also ref a little bit of college uh, and still continue to play with the Clayton Men's team. So um, definitely, definitely excited to do this again this year. I was really excited by uh, the number of people that were listening last year and how we were able to promote some of the cool things that were going on during the high school season as well as some of the things um, that parents and other others interested uh, could follow along with or participate in. So um, definitely excited to be back this year. And if you guys have any feedback or anything that you guys want to hear, please let us know. Uh, we want to make this a podcast where um, we can really promote what's going on in our water polo community. And to reiterate, we, we, we're looking for parents and coaches and players to all want to enjoy listening to kind of what we talk about. We do our best to stay as far away from controversy as possible. Uh, so Ray and I will do our best to be positive, um, and we hope we don't step on anyone's toes. But, you know, feel free to reach out to us. You can follow us on Twitter um, at the Nearside Low Podcast. Um, I usually tweet out when we when we post something, um, so you can follow us there. Um, you, you know Ray and I, you probably see us deck side on a regular basis, um, and I loved interactions with some of our uh, parents and players kind of chatting about the podcast last year, so feel free to to uh, come up and talk to us um, we'd love to hear from you and and if people have ideas on people that we need to be interviewing or or stuff we need to talk about we would be we'd be happy to do that um, so anyhow uh, we're back and we're going to do our best to be a week-to-week thing generally we're going to try and record on Sundays depending on my schedule and Ray's schedule um, so we're going to be a little more consistent hopefully with what we're doing here um, and as usual Ray what do we always like to start off with our question of the week. Question of the week, baby. It's back. Anyhow. Um, so the question of the week, what are you most excited about for this upcoming water polo season? Um, and instead of having, I think, a poll, uh, Ray had a better idea for this question of the week. Go ahead, Ray. So uh, this time, uh, we just want you to tweet back at us at Nearside Low on Twitter. Uh, that way it could be a little bit more interactive. Just tell us what you're most excited about, whether it be a tournament, whether it be seeing a particular team. Uh, let us know, and next week we can talk about some of the responses that we get. And so, Ray, then I pose to you, what are you most excited about for this season? All right. So, uh, yeah, so a lot of a lot of exciting things uh, potentially um, could be a response to that question. 
Um, I'll, go, I'll go through a couple, couple of my things. So one uh, thing I'm definitely looking forward to is uh, the strong senior class. Um, the, the number of teams that have uh, strong leadership coming back again this year. Uh, just looking at the, the top 10 of this year, uh, of those top 10 teams, seven of them have their ret- their highest score from last year returning. So um, just, just by that number alone, you can see that a lot of these teams have players coming back that contributed a lot last year and I think will make play again uh, this year strong as well. I think a number of these athletes that are seniors this year also could be looking to play at the next level in college. Uh, I've already seen uh, Solomon Cohen, the goalie over at Marquette, is committed to play at LaSalle. Uh, Jackson Spencer at Fort Zumwalt West is going to be playing at McHenry next year. Um, and there's a num- number of others that I know that are still looking. But beyond that, it should be a fun year just with the level of skill that's going to be returning at the varsity level. Another thing I'm really looking forward to this year is uh, JV water polo. Um, so last year was probably one of the more exciting JV water polo end of season tournaments that I can remember um, going in the final four uh, with SLU, Lindbergh, Kirkwood and Ledoux. All four of those teams could have potentially won that tournament. And you got two really good final games going on there. I think this year, the number of teams that could potentially win that tournament is going to grow, um, including teams like Parkway West, Parkway Central, Parkway South, Marquette, some of these schools that um, have, have, have been growing JV numbers the last couple of years. So, don't, Hey, don't believe the hype about the Longhorns. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, well, and, and kind of piggybacking off that, I did talk to uh, head referee Steve Adcock, and it sounded like, I, I want to say there was four or five teams in the area. I, I know Lafayette and, and Marquette. Um, he had mentioned have, I think, enough to have uh, two JV teams, um, which is definitely a, a positive for numbers. I know there's some teams out there that, that were hurting at the beginning of the season but have been able to add JV programs since um, the first couple weeks have gone by. But, again, we're a strength in numbers. You know, we got to grow the sport somehow. Another exciting thing about this season is going to be MICDS's pool opening. That's going to be awesome just to be able to have another pool uh, where players can play all deep. Um, when we when I was over at the clinic uh, with Janai Kerr a couple weeks ago, I think I had probably at least five head varsity water polo coaches come up to me and say, "Hey, we'd love to have the uh, the district championship games here." So it's just going to be exciting to have another pool, another great facility like that, uh, where we can have players playing, and hopefully that'll encourage uh, allow for more MICDS players to play um, as well. I know the last couple of years they've been having to travel all over the place to practice. Um, so hopefully that will also help Coach Casey uh, with some numbers over at MICDS. I agree. The the big four, Pattonville, Lindbergh, Kirkwood, and MICDS. And hopefully in the next, I don't know, 10 to 15 years we can have, you know, the big 20 where everybody's got a, you know, 40-meter all-deep pool would be nice. So um, yeah, I was with you at that clinic, and I was uh, first time in the pool. Again, super impressive, and um, hopefully we can play some high-level water polo over there this season. Yep. And then a lot of great tournaments going to be uh, going on again this season. Probably the biggest weekend of tournaments is going to be April 12 through 14, when we've got two big tournaments going on that weekend. We've got the Nesmet Invite, which will be taking place over at Lindbergh and then at the Recplex. And then this year, the Lafayette tournament is going to be combined with the tournament at MICDS uh, going on at MICDS that weekend. So two big tournaments uh, for the Desmet invite, uh, we're going to have Stevenson, which is currently ranked number one, Fenwick ranked number three in Illinois. Um, I'm really excited to have Straight Jesuit, which is a team from Houston, Texas, which is going to be in the top ten in Texas as well, kind of a similar school to Desmet and Slough High. 
Uh, first time they'll be making it up here, uh, but should be great to see them as well as Sycamore from Ohio. So it should be a great, great group of teams for the Dispet Invite. Uh, at the MICDS tournament, you're going to have uh, Hinsdale South and St. Rita coming down from Illinois. So uh, that weekend will be fun to see some of these other teams play against our teams. Um, and then, as usual, we've got the Lindbergh invite at the end of the season. You've got uh, the Founders Cup, a number of other tournaments mixed in throughout. So uh, definitely going to be a great opportunity to see our teams playing against uh, out-of-town teams. I, I love and I love the crossover, um, just because you know I remember when I played back in the you know date myself here late '90s, uh, we were a fall sport and you know we just pretty much played everybody in St. Louis and so um, we are Parkway West. We'll talk about this a little bit. We're traveling up to Chicago here next weekend. We haven't done that in a while. Um, I love when teams from out of out of town come in. Obviously, we're super excited about this Texas team coming in to see see what they're like. It's just fun to to interact with people that you know you've never played before and, you know, kind of give them your best shot. So I'm really pumped about all the, the crossovers, teams going to Chicago, teams coming here, and, and I'm, I'm seeing more and more of that happening, I feel like, every year. Um, and so, you know, the hope is that as we continue this, you know, maybe um, we'll be able to compete with some Michigan teams and, and continue to travel. So um, that's something that I'm really excited about. If I if I had to tweet near side low, that's what I would say. <laughs> um, kind of moving on from question of the week, uh, we had a relatively big first weekend um, here actually at Parkway West, we hosted the, you know, we want to call it the Longhorn Classic, could be called the Cowbell Classic, I don't know, but uh, we had some really, really, really stellar JV teams here. Um, the only uh, the only issue I had was it was, you know, it was very first weekend we could play games, um, and I know for some teams there were some eligibility issues because, as you know, we need to have 14 practices, um, but the games that I was at and watched, um, super, super impressed. Um, obviously, if you looked on Twitter, you saw that the slap club team uh, coached by Miguel um, and I think Colleen uh, ended up uh, making it to the finals in sa- on Saturday night and they ended up beating the SLU JV team. I think it was six to three. Um, and looking at the tweets from Coach Penelia, I think it was four or it was three, three going into the fourth quarter. Um, and the game kind of got away from them at the end there. Um, and to get in the finals, they had to beat Parkway West JV. Um, again, that was a game that I think was tied 1-1. I can't remember off the top of my head, but Slap, Slap had two or three minutes where they kind of pulled away and ended up ended up beating, I think, Parkway West JV 5-3. Um, but again, you mentioned um, Lindbergh and Ledoux, and um, unfortunately Kirkwood wasn't there. Parkway North, Parkway Central, Clayton, Slough, Parkway West, and Slap, um, all you know, pretty uh, pretty good programs. So I was very happy with the crowd we had. I was very happy with the level of water polo play we had. I was very happy with the refing we had. Um, all in all, I, I would say it was a good weekend. And as far as varsity games go, I only know of two, and Ray, correct me if I'm wrong, um, I don't know if they were on Thursday or Friday, but I know Parkway South played against Parkway North, um, and I know Ledoux played against Burroughs. I don't know scores, um, but I'm pretty sure Parkway South um, topped Parkway North, and I'm pretty sure Ledoux topped John Burroughs. Uh, I have not been on the Mo Waterpolo website, so I don't know if that's updated yet or not, but I'm sure you could find scores um, on the, on the website when they get posted this week at some point in time. Other than that, I, I don't really know of anything else that was going on this weekend. Ray, did I miss anything? Nope, that was it. Uh, game started last Friday, and uh, great, great weekend of games over Parkway West. So yeah, super, super exciting um, and fun. Um, and so then, obviously, you know, we're talking about the present. Let's talk about this upcoming week or the future. Um, I know Ray, there's a couple games that kind of are interesting to you. Right. So 
Uh, this week is when games really start to to heat up. Uh, I know a number of schools are on spring break, but uh, right away tomorrow we've got two uh, big matchups in the top ten, uh, including uh, Parkway West coach is going to be at Lindbergh, which is uh, number three versus number four. And then Parkway South will play at Parkway Central, um, which is currently number six against number seven. So uh, two big games tomorrow. And then on Tuesday, uh, Ledoux will play at Parkway West. So uh, you're putting your team through the gauntlet pretty early here, Coach. Uh, <laughs> I blame my AD. I unfortunately was was not at the uh, this uh, the scheduling meeting, uh, and I usually trust him to do what's right. So, uh, But, you know, as I told the boys, um, we're going to have to play Lindbergh and Ledoux at some point this season. So um, let's just, you know, it, it's it'll be an interesting way to open the season for us. And uh, I'm kind of excited because uh, I kind of want to see where we're at as far as, uh, you know, Ledoux got second last year, and Lindbergh obviously uh, – beat us in the third place game last year. Um, we are also, and I know DeSmet is doing this, uh, we are also traveling this weekend up to Chicago for the uh, Fenwick, I think it's the Dan Lynch Memorial Tournament. Pretty excited about that. We have not been to Chicago in a while. In talking to Miguel and Taylor, uh, Taylor Swire is the new DeSmet coach, um, it sounds like it's a pretty high-level tournament. Obviously, Fenwick's going to be there. Stevenson is going to be there. Lions Township is going to be there. Um, it looks like Dr. Phillips, uh, top team from Florida, is going to be there. Uh, Naperville Central is going to be there. So uh, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic uh, that we'll get matched up with some some pretty good teams and kind of get to test our medal. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped about um, about that tournament this weekend. Yeah, definitely excited that you and DeSmet get to go up there. That tournament will have the one through eight ranked teams in Illinois, as well as Dr. Phillips, which is one of the top teams in Florida. Um, DeSmet kicks off against New Trier, which is the seventh ranked team. You guys kick off against Brother Rice, which is ranked 19th. So uh, definitely will be a great opportunity for you guys and DeSmet to get some good competition. You hear that noise, Ray? That's uh, me getting up on my soapbox. <laughs> uh, so uh, the forum's been kind of dead lately, so we thought we'd uh, we'd try and inject some uh, some questions to get some people talking. As you all know, if you're listening, uh, water polo season generally starts a week earlier than all spring sports seasons. Now, a couple years ago, I know that was due to the fact that we were holding our district championship at, I think, the Recplex, and the Recplex is a busy place, so we obviously had to uh, book it a year in advance. And I'm not sure what happened this year, but as most of you know, we did start a week early. Um, and so I guess the, the question I pose to people on the forum is, are there advantages to starting early or there are advantages to starting at the same time as other spring sports? My quick thought on it, and I don't know what other schools are like, but here at Parkway West, on that first day of spring sports, there is definitely an energy in the air. Kids are running around getting their uh, their practice card set, excited about you know the, the spring beginning, maybe the weather starting to turn, although it's snowing right now as we record this. There's definitely an energy in there, and I usually get the, what, you guys started a week early? You guys have been practicing? Um, and so I don't know. Sometimes I feel like um, we'd be better off if we were on par with everybody else. So that's me on my soapbox. I'm getting off. But I'd just be curious what people on the forum think. Should we be starting um, the same week as all other spring sports? Well, you got anything you want to add and, uh, to that? Or? I mean, that that train of thought makes sense to me as well. I mean, and also if you think about, I mean, hopefully we're attracting some of the kids that play ice hockey or that play basketball. I know uh, with Jungle Cats, I coach kids that play those those winter sports as well. And, I mean, they're potentially at a disadvantage already because they're still playing their winter sports when 
water polo starting. So um, I, I think it would be great. I know there was some thought this year about trying to get it aligned with the other spring sports, but I know I personally also would like to see water polo starting when everybody else is. Log on to the forum and let us know what you think. And I guess kind of uh, our last bit here, and so we don't have a guest this week because we're just kind of trying to get some early season stuff out here, but the last thing we generally talk about is the top 10. And we were lucky enough, I think it was two days ago, to have the preseason top 10 released. Um, I'm struggling to pull that up on my computer right now, Ray, so I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. So, uh, yeah, thanks to Dave Jimenez for getting out the top 10. Uh, preseason top 10 came out. So uh, it came out as SLU was ranked number one uh, after state championship last year, continue to hold that spot uh, with the preseason top 10. And then Ledoux was in ranked two, Parkway West at three, Lindbergh at four, and Desmet at five. Uh, Parkway South was sixth, Parkway Central was seventh, Marquette was eighth, Kirkwood was ninth, and MICDS was in the 10th spot. Uh, there were nine other teams that, uh, beyond those, that also received votes. Um, so you can tell there's, I mean, so almost just about every team received a vote from someone indicating that there is some level of uncertainty going into the season where these teams are going to end up. As of now, just looking at that order, and of course I was not as heavily involved in winter polo as I have been in the past, I'm just really unsure um, where a lot of these teams fall, if that makes sense. I don't know who a lot of the top players are in the area necessarily. Um, and so, you know, lovely that Parkway West was ranked three, um, but I would prefer to be in the 10, 11th, or 12th spot, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, so uh, so it's fun and all, and I know that I think we have till Wednesday, is that right, to vote for our week one top 10, is that right? I don't know. We'll have a better idea of who's where after a couple of these games. But Yeah, th- this week it was some of those games we already talked about. We'll definitely we'll delineate, yeah, we'll definitely yeah. tell us where some of these teams actually are. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Nope, I think that does it. We'd also love for you to subscribe on iTunes or on SoundCloud. We we can see the numbers, see who's listening, stuff like that. So make sure to subscribe. Yes, please do that, and we will uh, we will tweet this out from our Nearside Low Twitter handle. Please, um, I usually do an at a bunch of the big clubs in the area and other individuals. So please, if you do get it, retweet it for us. Um, we are always looking for listeners. Good luck to everybody this week. Uh, games are really going to start picking up. And uh, good luck to Parkway West and Smet as they travel to Chicago. Um, and uh, we're looking forward to the 2018 season. This is Charlie. This is Ray. And we are signing off until next week.